Spotlight on the road to the White House, and uh, what happened in Vegas last night is not going to stay in Vegas. It's going to reverberate out there on the campaign trail, surely. Our Washington insider, Jamie Dupree, with some of the uh, initial takeaways, I guess. Any initial snap polling coming out of the uh, debate on winners and losers that you're seeing? I haven't seen any. Look, you can make the case for a lot of people. I I really do believe that this is like a lot of the debates, and there were no major gaffes yesterday. I think we sort of leave Vegas as we arrived here with Donald Trump, uh, Ted Cruz, and Marco Rubio at the top end. If there's somebody that's coming up out of that bottom group, it might be Chris Christie. That was sort of a lot of the buzz last night, and it seemed like he had a decent debate, and he's had a couple good debates. Uh, But but again, Christie is sort of, he's got to win New Hampshire. He's not doing very well in Iowa, and there's others in his way. I didn't think there was a magic moment for anybody like uh, John Kasich or Carly Fiorina. Ben Carson Boy, that moment uh, when he complained to Wolf Blitzer that he wasn't getting enough time. Early and so on. Wolf, Wolf Blitzer said, OK, um, which side do you take in this battle between Rubio and Cruz on surveillance? Uh, Carson didn't have an answer. And I think that sort of fed into the narrative that maybe he's not ready on some of these foreign policy issues and, and issues of national security. And I do think uh, I, I don't think it killed him, but I do think it hurt him and reinforced that feeling. You know, we're all going to unplug now over the next several weeks. We got a debate again, yeah. uh, you know, after the new year picks back up. So it's not like anyone who even was on Lifeline or Life Support probably bags it at this point, do you think? No, I don't think personally. Everybody keeps asking me who's getting out. I don't think anybody gets out between now and and Iowa, though uh, I, I think you can make a good argument for not including George Pataki in any more debates. He didn't get on the ballot yesterday in Virginia. He didn't get on the ballot in Maine. He's not on a number of ballots. And uh, I think that sort of disqualifies you. But uh, others, even the people on the low end of the polling for the Republicans, I think a lot of them stick around. I mean, Jeb Bush is a perfect example. Uh, Jeb Bush had a better night yesterday. He got under the skin of Donald Trump in a way that I've always thought, Rich, that you could effectively go after Trump and force him to make a mistake because you get him off of his game. And Bush, in a sense, sort of sat there and stuck his chin out and said, yeah, go ahead, hit me. I don't care. I- I'm going to aggravate you. And and Trump was clearly annoyed. Again, I don't think it's a game-changing moment, but it was a different dynamic last night. I don't see Jeb Bush quitting any time soon, even though his poll numbers aren't there. But again, we'll see what happens. It's a very personal decision that these people have to make in the coming weeks. Some will just say, you know what, I'll roll the dice and see what happens. Maybe lightning will strike in Iowa or New Hampshire. You just never know who, yeah, lightning is going to strike. we got video from behind the scenes, some of the key takeaway tweets from guys like Eric Erickson and others in the Washington Insider blog at WOKV.com. Have a safe trip back to the nation's capital, okay? Yeah, and I think uh, as everybody leaves, Rich, the one thing to remember, you're right, we do have the break, and a lot of people will turn off, but the one thing to remember is this. Every minute you lose right now, between now and Iowa, six and a half weeks away, Mm. you never get that time back. This is going to be a real test of everybody involved in this race. Well said by our Washington insider, Jamie Dupree, at 825.